0: The idea in the city biome of two trainer podiums rising out mm-hmm. of, like, the cement. I guess, I guess it's mapped out kind of like a cutout of a city. Shops and buildings and, and all sorts uh, with a sort of central road.
1: There's a central road linking the two podiums yeah, yeah. in there. Yeah. Can
2: the
0: two podiums arise out of sewer grates in the Oh streets? Of course they can. On these kind of like corkscrews. Mm.
2: (laughs)
3: And everyone's watching on like rooftop gardens. Oh, Mm. yes. Everyone's on like a rooftop Mm.
0: bar. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Drinks are served at this point.
2: What what does Theo drink? Theo drinks a really specific type of green tea. Pan pours individually have to take each leaf of this particular tree, chew it, form it into a perfect little knot, and then put it to be dried. And then each of those pan pour tied knots are then dried for years before they are then soaked and they have to be soaked for exactly three minutes by whoever makes this tea.
0: And I think you give this, like, incredibly, incredibly. just constantly thirsty. You give this incredibly specific order to Asta, mm-hmm. who just looks at you and then goes with a quizzical look yes, but what precise temperature? 105. Wow, that's hot. Really hot. <laughs> <laughs> so you. you Lift up onto your um, your specific grates.
1: I think she stumbles a bit because one of the crutches gets caught in one of the grates. Oh, oh, oh brilliant! Like, yeah. oh, oh. Are you not
3: feeling a little bit better? I don't give you painkillers.
1: Brian's not in a good place. She sent a man possibly to join an evil team. Who knows? It's not happy. Um. But yeah. The grates rise. Grates
0: rise. Heron on the other side. Just continuing that rice smile against you. Um, um.
1: I know this guy. You know <laughs> this guy. It's, absolutely. Oh, I hope I win. And I know that that's <laughs> not guaranteed.
0: Okay. So the crowd hushes. Two screens above in the bio show a close-up of Brandy's face, close-up of Heron's face, a big versus appearing in the sky. Heron flashes a smile again, opens the Pokeball and tosses it down into the city biome as the opener. Pops out of the Pokeball and an angular pink and blue Porygon pops Mm. out of the Pokeball. Mm. (laughs) Nice. That was
1: was Porygon. (laughs) Uh, And Brandy, there's no other choice. Throws out Wimpy.
0: Great. So Wimpy... And
1: the jumps straight down into the main road, that highway that straight connects the two...
0: Porygon floating slightly above the uh, the ground, the limbs and tail and head kind of disconnecting and reconnecting, turning all And with once. an
1: immediate 1.5 times attack. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting.
0: The download <laughs> special ability activates. Oh, God. Brandy, you notice as you release Buneary... Uh, that All that training in the forest uh, And before these fights even began In the training centre uh, Beniri looks a little stronger Than you remember him uh, A little beefier A little levelled up perhaps
1: Yeah
0: And I think you can intuit That the rest of your Pokemon Probably would have had similar level oh, of amazing. experience So
1: that means Beniri gets a new move mm-hmm. Brilliant So I think Immediately Beniri shows off this new move And goes for a quick attack Ooh. On Porygon Connecting straight down that highway Like a sp- a speeding Ferrari straight down the throat of this.
0: Quick attack. Connects with the Porygon. Uh, sends the Porygon flying back. Porygon still floating. Reconnects. And you see one of the limbs of the Porygon f- start spinning, close white, and fires out a hidden power up Beniri.
1: Yeah, I think it sort of throws Beniri back into a small... Um, Market stand. A
0: fruit stand. A fruit
1: stand, so apples just fly into the air as B'neary's thrown back. But, okay,
0: interesting. <coughs> There's a cheer from the crowd as B'neary slams into the, um, yeah. the fruit store, <gasps> uh, heron eyeing brandy from across the way.
1: Okay. In response, then, B'neary gets up, dusts himself off, and goes straight in again with another quick attack, taking on Porygon and knocking him back again but again it doesn't feel like it's that effective and not
0: a huge amount no you can see there's a slight crack possibly in, in one of the limbs of the Porygon um, but if we were to you know assign a health value you would say that the Porygon's still in the green and responds in kind with a second hidden power uh, similar effectiveness but sending Buniri flying back again possibly into the same fruit Yeah, you a
1: know, different fruit storm it was an apple <laughs> stand and now it's in the orange stand and I think and
0: Heron who's mic'd up I guess for the fight connects with you Brandy and says don't think your little rabbit can take much more of this. What do you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so this time, Brandy calls out, Do the old move! Do the old move! And Valeri goes for a pound, so this time the two ears combine into like a <laughs> And pound down on the
0: Porygon. Porygon slams down into the ground, and yes, definitely a bit more impact this time, uh, but the Porygon spreads, uh, the feet going from the underside to the side to kind of absorb the impact a little bit and uses the tail, another hidden power, to fire Buneary back so that the two of them are kind of three meters apart, um, and you see Buneary sort of stagger a little bit, breathing a little bit heavily, um, some little Buneary sweat dripping from the brow, one ear slightly lopsided.
1: Yeah. is looking nervous. The, the, the occasion is getting the most of Buneary. I think Buneary goes for a baby doll eyes to just try and cancel out this download, almost as a sort of parting gift, knowing knowing that it was done. Hmm. He thought maybe the best thing might be to try and help his new friend.
0: Oh, did he do something cute with the apples then? Yeah, exactly. Right. He
1: takes the apples <laughs> apples and oranges <laughs> and I think just sort of juggles them. Oh. And the crowd kind of like that. Yeah. They're kind of interested. And, and Porygons...
0: Porygon is like following the apples and glitches out for like a second at the attack... The boosted... Um, glitch power or whatever of this (laughs) Porygon descends uh, back to its normal face but eventually the Porygon regains composure it's looking for Heron for a final instruction and Heron says there's no need to change tactic Porygon what we've been doing has been simply too much for this sorry sorry team finish them off and fires a final hidden power at B'neary.
1: It knocks B'neary down in the middle of the road. Yeah. I mean, almost the beam the goes through B'neary. She so <laughs> doesn't knock, knock B'neary back this time. B'neary <laughs> just sort of crumples. <sighs> and Brandy is deflated as she stares at the Pokeball in her hand uh-huh. that contains her new buddy, and she sends out the Skaroopee, ready to take on Porygon. Okay. So, Brandy doesn't really know what to do, but Skaroopee looks dangerous. This thing looks Skirupi. like it's sort of skittish, and looking around at Skirupi. the thing doesn't really know what's going on. And Brandy's only seen it do one move, which was the bug bite mm. on B'neary before, that took Beniri down. Yeah. So, she, does it, she says it again. All right, Gary! Be the bug you are And bite that thing <laughs> And I think Skaroopy runs up The side of one of the buildings toward Almost sort of Proper scorpion-esque like
0: Matrix almost Yeah,
1: Matrix yeah. Sort of scuttling around And it's sc- grossing Brandy sc- out Unbelievably Jumps down And just bites Into the hard shell And hard shell cracks um, How
0: did it like those apples? <laughs> <laughs> ah, ah, ah. And the Porygon goes down. Heron, what is that detestable creature?
1: That detestable creature is the one that's going to send you back to school, son! And Brandy kind of hates herself, going like, oh, that wasn't as cool as I thought it was.
3: Oh my god, Brandy is so cool.
0: So you think... Brandy's like,
1: oh wow, this stinks really good. So
0: you <laughs> think the larval stage of a disgusting bug is enough to defeat my beloved Hootoot? You really have so much to learn. And sends out Hoot Hoot, whose intimidate ability activates, sending Gary's <laughs> attack down a stage. So Hoot Hoot arrives. I guess owls are kind of the natural predators of Skaroopy anyway. This is bad. This yeah. is bad. So not great. <laughs> the, these giant owl eyes just... I think Hoot Hoot comes out way faster than Skaroopy expected. And... Just dive bombs, but like pulls out at the last second because hasn't actually activated attack, mm. but it's enough to make Scroopy like retract its claws a little
3: bit. Gary has a, attack. Gary has a little mm. memory of uh, of the time that he was attacked by Hoot Hoot in the forest,
1: and he yeah. just goes. Aah. So Scroopy goes in, and she's now like, okay, this is bad. It's a it's a it's an owl who eats bugs all the time. So she goes to uh, she goes use your tail, use the little stinger. Let's get him with some some poison. Sting him. And uh, the tail comes down and finds, connects with hoo uh, hoo, but doesn't do much at all and doesn't get no, the poison.
0: No, I think Hoot Hoot absolutely, as, he, as you say, natural predator of these things, probably probably has a bit of poison immunity mm. from times it's been stung before. Takes the poison sting like an absolute champ and comes down uh, and goes for a pluck attack. And Heron, Heron looks at you, Randy, and goes, <laughs> you and I both know I can end this anytime I like. But I'm having fun toying with you. (laughs) I don't want to end this yet. I am enjoying how much pain you're in and how little balance you have on that small little grate. Perhaps if I keep this battle going long enough, you might fall.
1: (laughs) Brandy takes the painkillers that Kenny gave her and then just lobs the crutch at Heron <laughs> <laughs> It gets nowhere close But she throws it down And I think that that's inspiring A few people She's like oh, I'm not hurt at all And just like Starts oh. pulling bandages off Oh yeah it Definitely
0: like, gets a few people In the crowd on your side so We're ready to go Yeah Oh my god She's so brave Like, that is just so bold.
2: Oh my god, I'm so inspired by her story. What a move.
3: Oh my god. She just faced up to the the patriarchy and just went, no.
2: She used feminism and it was super effective. (laughs) You're so right, (laughs) Tabitha. Oh my god, thank you so much, Serena.
0: (laughs) Okay, Heron sort of sees the crowd turning a little bit on, on him and to plucky, plucky Brandy. And there's the slightest, slightest hint of a scowl that crosses his face. And he's like, I am going to humiliate you. Hoot Hoot, lock on. And Hoot Hoot's eyes start swirling, and as Hoot Hoot's flies in a very tight circle, circling around the top of Skaroopy.
1: Skaroopy, not sure what to do. She's like, bite him again, bite him again, but just a normal one, not a buggy one, a regular one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, goes for a goes for a bite and connects, mm-hmm. doing a bit more damage than the poison sting did. Yeah. But not loads more. Not loads more. Gary's not looking great.
0: And I think so maybe using the tail to spring up and get a bite on hoot 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 shakes Gary off and um, Heron says, "Do you know the only thing more satisfying than defeating a pathetic Pokémon is defeating a pathetic sleeping Pokémon?" Hoot hoot hypnosis.
1: Skaroopy went up and bit him, and so still its teeth are in, but its eyes are like locked face to face with the thing, and then it's just it's almost like and then it just down, down. Saying, falls down, falls mm-hmm. down. Who actually I think moves upwards mm-hmm. with the bite and then like hypnosis him and then just drops drops Gary who like hits the side of a building and then comes down, taking a few more hits. Not actual hits, but <laughs> yeah. it looks yeah. bad. It looks painful. Taking some flavour damage. Flavour damage. <laughs> so Brandy's panicked now. So she goes, Wake up! You can do it! And he doesn't. And Gary is still fast asleep.
3: <sighs> you know, isn't this just like so typical of a male Pokemon to just like abandon the female in need just when he needs it the most
2: traditional man both venomous and malicious <laughs> and also can't get up at the moment that actually those might be in some somewhere useful
0: um yeah without even needing to command Hoot Hoot um Heron's Hoot Hoot knows exactly what to do and I ju- like literally as the sleeping Scroopy lands on the floor dies back in goes for another pluck and tosses like like a ragdoll, just tosses Gary Scurupy up, and it lands right at the base of your podium. And you can see in the sky above the two X's on on B'neri and Scurupy's faces. <laughs> Brandy defeated. Winner Heron.
2: And there's like a muted
0: reaction from the crowd. Definitely, and he sort of like scowls a little bit. But he's like Plebians don't understand anything, and just like returns hoot hoot.
1: he's going to go and uh, pick up Scroopy. Yeah. Ursa ring's come out.
0: Yeah, yeah. They're come with the stretcher. The stretcher. Ring, ring,
1: ring. she releases Veneery <laughs> to go on the stretcher as well with Scroopy. And then she sort of has a moment where she's like, Scroopy actually looks quite cute asleep. It's like when curled it's rig- up. It's curled up. Yeah. And it, like, it's not wriggling. It's sort of, it just looks quite sort of nice. And Defenseless. Sort of, it just gives him a little whisper just saying, you both did really well, actually. <laughs> that, would been, that would have been much better than I thought it was going to go.
0: That went better than you thought it was going to go.
1: I thought you weren't going to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That that is telling. That is very telling. Actually, it did. For my first ever professional Pokemon fight, I thought that was good. So, you know what? Thanks.
3: Ah, that moment when you realise you're the how.
1: (laughs) 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 But don't get me wrong. You are total trash, mate, if I'm honest. Well, this total trash so alone.
0: just wiped the floor with you.
1: Well, I don't know about that. Let's talk to Porygon. Oh, wait, we can't. Well,
0: I would say I'll see you again, but the likelihood of you getting a licence now is slim to none.
1: Oh, I don't know. I thought we put up a pretty good effort. Because it looks at least that like I want to help people. I don't know what you want to do.
0: I want to win, which I achieved.
1: Oh, well, well, well done then. You did win. Great. Yes. You look, you look like you're really happy about it. I am, am I not giving you the reaction you wanted? Oh, that's a shame, isn't it? Oh, no. Oh, God. It would, maybe it would have been better if you lost.
0: You are pathetic.
1: Yeah, um, I'm all right. All right, he goes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, as Teddy the Ursaring is carrying off your defeated comrades, you catch a glimpse in one of the back alleys of the city biome and you see a paladin. Oh. Then behind this paladin, you see two more paladins. And they're sort of... Hand signals directing like you go that way, you go that way, I'll go this way. Oh, that's
1: not good. <laughs> cut to
0: <laughs> cut to Kenny in the waiting room. Dum <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Cut to cut <laughs> to Theo in the adjudicators box. You've just you've just witnessed the brandy fire. Yeah,
2: so a multitude of emotions in the box in general I think that Honey is sat there and she's uh, she's saying you know I'm not supposed to have opinions about any of my students but that that heron fellow bit of grounds my gears bit of churns my butter <laughs> uh, and just sort of keeps listing a series of facts which nobody is really listening to at No, this point. Calico is furiously scribbling yeah absolutely um, like all over that I think Asta also meanwhile is sat there I think maybe Candy at some point has gone there was a shame yeah I, I you know, thought yeah. thought there could be more there. At which Asta sort of grinds her pencil lead a little bit into the paper and just goes, I don't know why you thought there could be anything more there. She had a B'neary and she had a Scroopy versus a Porygon and its natural predator. Obviously, this is going to be a loss. At which point, I think Theo sits up and is not quite sure why they're sitting up, but there's the unusual feeling of loyalty is uh, is taking mm. over. Mm. And so Theo, who's almost on that verge going back off, just goes, well, actually, considering that one of those Pokemon was the natural predator of the other, which neither of them could prepare for, that was actually quite a successful match And considering the other was a very average Buneary, knowing that if Buneary heard these words, they would be punched in the the, the 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 chest. (laughs) And uh, uh, considering that one was a very average Buneary and the other was a very rare and very special Pokemon-like Porygon, I mean, really, I think we can say that actually that was an exceptional showing from Brandy there.
0: You're a fan of the underdog.
2: I am a fan of people who overcome the odds.
1: As am. I, and Calico puts his hand on Theo's shoulder. Great.
0: Theo, I think I think you you see a glimpse. Mm.
1: You're referencing Brandy,
0: but Brandy's gaze is not on her Pokémon.
1: So you just see Brandy's waving at you like Paladins, Paladins. Paladins just screaming paladins. And because the crowd, I'm going to say we're on Brandy's side a little bit, maybe think it's a weird chant. They, they all just start shouting, Paladins! 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 paladins. And then, so you hear it, and I think the paladins, no one sees them, but they're like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah,
0: absolutely, yeah. So yes, you're, you're hearing the crowd chanting paladins. Uh-huh. Brandy is desperately trying to get your attention. What do you do?
2: Theo thinks that, but they are still in paladin robes. They are with every important influential figure in the school. And so I think Theo thinks...
3: Safety in numbers.
2: Safety in numbers. I think Theo just goes, I just have to stay here.
3: You are also like, presumably the judges panel is in view of however many hundreds of people are watching. Mm. So what are they going to do, like
2: storm in
3: and apparently arrest one of their own. Yeah. Like, so I
2: th- yeah, so I think that what Theo does rather than run away is uh, as Theo is talking over Asta who is not making eye contact but is still sort of gazing at their piece of it, is still gazing at her piece of paper, they go in and just grab a pencil next to it and just go help. And on like on Asta's piece of paper and notes.
0: Okay, Asta clocks it and just locks eyes with you. Who is that? Pokemon. Pokemon!
1: Ouch! Wow. That, was our, cool. that was our most eclectic <laughs> one, year,
2: all <laughs> yeah. A are Rorschach test.
1: Some <laughs> might say it needed direction. Some have
2: said that about many episodes of Christmas. <laughs> or
1: so. But here we are at the midsection, and it's a special day, because this is our first huh? listener NPC. Woo! <laughs> Someone actually emailed us. So I'm going to explain it to the guys and effectively they're going to embellish the character a bit, but here I we just go. want to take this time
3: to thank you Tom for being the social media behind Critical Ditto. Oh my
1: Tom, thank you. Oh my goodness. You can
0: give hit you some me
3: with a horn and
1: what?
0: Burns. So, oh.
1: so, Michael Adink, uh, apologies if I um, have pronounced that wrong, but I'm not Dutch. <laughs> uh, as we've proven with that's our accents. Here oh, yes. with Carlos, certainly. Apologies. Michael has gone for a gym leader. Ooh. He just wants to add a gym leader. And you know what? You're so early, Michael. You're in. You're in at the ground level. <laughs> that's it.
0: There's no one else to compete with.
1: So the gym leader is a ghost type. Gym leader, oh, nice. a Shakespearean yeah. actor. Oh, he knows. Oh yes, he knows his, oh, oh, yes. <laughs> he knows his very
0: well.
3: <laughs> Us four drama graduates are gonna have a real tough time with this idea.
1: Uh, the gym leader's <laughs> name is Yorick. Okay, and the gym is an old abandoned theatre. Yorick's hair curls upwards on both sides, so it almost looks like two horns. He wears a half skull mask over his face, like the Phantom of the Opera. How oh. Pokemon he he use? Would be Duskull, of, of course, but That's this true. one would be called Hamlet. He had other options. Could could have a Rotom, since he acts like different household appliances. Oh, oh. Quite, oh. quite the chameleon his Rotom. <laughs> Litwick, uh, a stage lighting could of be the lighting oh, for on the stage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. nice, nice. Mimikyu, for obvious reasons. You know, its name is yeah. Mim- yeah. Mim- Well, he's already got his costume sorted. As well, it's yeah. true. It's true. it or bannet, since they're puppets or marionettes, so it could be like a puppet theatre. Strong, yeah. This
3: is so well thought oh. out. I'm suddenly realising how many ghost types are appropriate for yes. this. Yeah, And
1: the greatest one to come, Phantom could be used to represent that poor actor that gets cast as tree number six. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: love it.
3: Oh,
1: well, and a... Alley, you'd know a lot about that, <laughs> <laughs> As actors <laughs> yourselves. Can we just
0: say, there's this poor Phantom who has spent his entire life at this theatrical gym mm. and yeah. has never
2: been given a speaking role. Never even been used in a gym battle. He's just one of those Pokémon that wanders around decorative. the back of the gym. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he's like the runner for the gym. Yeah. No, he's swing. He's
3: just no one's ever no one's ever gone off. <laughs> oh my god, Rotom's a true professional. Rotom is never. I Rotem- never take a sick day. Rotom stays on if he's burned, paralyzed, frozen. Oh! <laughs> so so Yorick, a
2: theatrical actor, but. Why is he go, why, where's the That's ghost, the where's the ghost? Go-
1: why, why is Yorick in an abandoned Why field? are there
2: no other actors? Maybe it's like a Miss Havisham kind of situation where he was told to go to a theater to play Yorick, aka a role that doesn't actually exist on stage <laughs> in the production of Hamlet, <laughs> and got to this theater and it's like, I'm waiting. I am waiting for this performance. I've got my lines, I'm ready, I'm Yorick.
1: He's Yorick. I mean, like he's, obviously taken Yorick on that, he's taken Yorick on that is, is, is a skull, so it makes sense. Oh, that's tr- to be, Yorick is dead. Yorick of is course. dead in in Hamlet, so it makes total sense. So he's waiting for a part. He's waiting for the script. <laughs> yeah. He's never because he hasn't got any yeah. lines. It's never arrived. No one's ever come to this. This is like the old theater in town that's not been used.
0: Yeah. So he's like, there's a production of Hamlet that's happening. I'm in it. Yeah.
2: It's, it's gonna happen at some point. Yeah.
1: And any trainer that comes in, he casts in Hamlet and tries to get
2: them to read in mm. with, with him. Cast them as Laertes, and so when they have to have the duel at the end, I oh just have a Pokemon God. battle.
1: Yes, that's it. So you act out that last scene of Hamlet just before you do the Pokemon battle. <laughs> so, so we're going to put the entire
0: of Act Five of Hamlet into our podcast. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: As a as a bonus downloadable episode, <laughs> if, if someone would choose, I would. I think people would be up for a reading. <laughs> um, Hamlet.
0: Uh, that's lovely I love it Michael thank you such a great idea we'll run with it yeah. we'll see what
1: happens and we want more ideas so if you've got an idea and you know as I said we're up ground level here you want a gym leader in so <laughs> <laughs> sold email, email us uh, at chriscorditto at gmail.com uh, and we'll read it out live not live we're <laughs> not live, not live though. This is, no this is very much unlive, live
3: as we've established in previous episodes
1: many months late <laughs> oh, guys guys the, the episode's calling quick Quick into the episode. Who's that Pokémon? It's Porygon. We cut to Kenny doing, uh, 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 but this time he's singing along with the lift music because he's in the lift. We're <laughs> yeah, <all right>. Andros. <laughs> and so okay. Do yeah, harmonize. he's next up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure.
0: So you've you've been called Kenny already. Uh, you're next up in the pooled up biome where you've been before. Oh, um, we're back in the pool biome.
1: Yeah, that's where the that's where the I mean, for the
3: story, right? It's got to be the pool bar. Okay, so Kenny is doing that. But he's also like, he's sort of side-eyeing Andros to see how Andros is responding to the fact that he's going to be in water or surrounded by water when he has this response to it.
0: Andros is freaking out. I think, like... He's sweating. You don't know what's pool water, what's sweat anymore. (laughs) Like... And I think I think maybe maybe you see as you're going for the lift, like his neck starts stretching a little bit, and then like retracts, oh. and his like his fingers start splaying, and then come back, and he's just freaking out um, hard. Um, Andros, um, here, look, I have a spare uh, a spare tie.
3: Maybe put this around your neck.
0: Okay, sure. It'll sure. cover
3: up the the,
0: the So he's the now things. in speedos and a, and a tie. It comes up the gills at least, right? You can yeah. possibly hide like if he that, keeps that. his hands Have so you given him your bow tie? <laughs> Obviously not. Oh, I've man, got got—I've got extra
3: at least five spare. Okay, you've got a spare tie. Um, look, Andras, it'll all be
0: okay.
3: <clears throat> I have learned to control things that happen to me that I don't want to control, kind of. And um, it'll be fine. Just avoid avoid the water as much as you can in a
0: big swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just i have to do well. Well, I mean, you don't have to do well. <laughs> Do you- have you any idea what it's like being the hope for your town? Yes.
3: Oh, no, it's that fine. Was a lie. It's fine, that you're a- not...
0: I, I, I just hey, not- who cares about what a bunch of people that
3: don't really know you think? Right? People have judged me my whole life. And someone, not five minutes ago, described me as always happy. It'll all be alright. And he just pats him on the
0: back a little bit. And then realises it's, it's very wet. Okay, so we get up to the top of the 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 biome. Um, Theo, you've obviously communicated this this message to Asta. There's a there's a brief transition. I think the city biome is right next to the pool biome, mm. so it's, a, it's it's a brief transition between biomes. But you're you're ushering along, and Asta just like I mean maybe she writes you a note back and slips it into your hand, and it's just like can't talk now. Find me after this, okay? Okay, great. Um, meanwhile, pool biome. Where do you, where do the trainers go in the pool biome? I think diving balls at either other end. Yeah. 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 I was there say it is. That. Exactly.
2: Really nice. There it is. Really nice. Really yeah. strong
0: crowd filtering in, uh, sat on the banks of the pool. Like, makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah. So they're yeah. Bleachers essentially. Bleachers, exactly. Bleachers. I think some people have sort of like little bits of merchandise that have been sold. So maybe someone's got a little foam finger that says Kenny. Or like someone's oh, got a little, nice. you know, just like tat, but mm. cute tat. And um, I can only assume that, that most people are on Andros' side. Yeah, absolutely. It's like got, a got local, big. Oh, yeah, a local local there's probably a fan club. There's probably mm. an Andross fan club. Um, Fandrosses. Fandrosses. Yeah, the That's Fandrosses. Like
1: the Fandrosses. <laughs> um,
0: and he he takes his position on the on the diving board, um, head down, barely even looking at you. And the, again, screen appears, two heads versus, and the two Pokeballs beneath. And yeah, you get ready to re- release your first Pokemon. Let's go. Let's do it. So Andros releases the Pokeball into the water and to the surprise of no one, the quite cool, calm, collected Psyduck appears under the water. Psyduck. And in response,
3: the flailing, flopping form of Mustache the Magikarp, very at home, Amongst the water. I think Kenny threw him out because he was like, ah, oh, my poor moustache hasn't felt
0: the water in a while. There you go. And he releases it. throws him. him out. There's a ch- there's a <laughs> roar from Andros' side as the famous Psylocke appears and a muted response to <laughs> Moustache the Magikarp.
1: Uh, Magikarp was leveled up as yes. well. Oh, gosh, mm-hmm. yes, of course. get a, get a new move? I
0: well, do indeed. What's the new move of Moustache the Magikarp?
1: I, I mean, you don't want to spoil it Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Magikarp never
0: reveals their secrets.
3: Mate, at this point. <laughs> <laughs> that was very good. Very good. I don't even think Kenny knows at this moment, mate. Let's go first. Done first it. move. Okay. So moustache um, feeling sort of at home upon the water um, <laughs> swims. I think I feel like Maccart swims on its side, like how it is on land. Yeah. Okay. Like it <laughs> sort of like wha- wha- wha, flops towards um, towards, but gathers up a bit of speed and tackles Psyduck To what effect? to uh, not the best effect. Uh it's not he, he sort of forgets that actually generally you actually slow down in water and um so kind of like just when he should want to speed up he sort of realizes Kolb. And and uh, and yeah slow down Slows down a little okay, bit okay so it's not a, it's as strong as it it's a bit of a knock
0: on Psyduck but yeah, nothing nothing too much yep yeah. um Psyduck releases uh his beak and just unleashes a horrendous screech that reverberates around the entire biome Ooh. and you see mustache's little mustache little like twitches of like Ugh, uh, um as you can see the defense of mustache the Magikarp like slice Seriously. Slice down Seriously go down yeah. Okay After that initial screech Andros, he's, he's shaky He's nervous But it seems like a practice move The kind of The side up opener The screech The return The release Of his second Pokemon And Inkay <sharp inhale> Appears Seemingly quite at home In the water Despite not being a water type Obviously trained a lot With Andros.
1: That young man The bow tie He seems like He didn't see this one coming It's like he doesn't know Anything about Andros? Isn't that mad?
2: Barnaby Timms, you've recovered remarkably
1: quickly. I think it's mad. <laughs> <laughs> Barnaby Timms with, with, with succumbent spy there in
0: like bandages as well. The... You know, you're right. You're right, Barnaby. This is a rookie error from
2: a true rookie. I knew it the moment I saw him. I
1: like, just done no research.
2: So <laughs> typical men do not know how to play Pokemon at all?
1: You're so right, Tabitha. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Meanwhile,
3: keep tackling. Don't do anything else other than just sort of hit it. It's, Magikarp is just He's basically just just, just just like. Flumpling around in the water. Yeah, okay.
0: flompling. Keeps just keeps tackling. Seemingly quite quite minimal effect. Yeah. Uh, and I think Inke goes for a, a similar tackle. But this, having seen Mustache's defence sliced quite so thoroughly by the side up, this does quite a bit more and does quite a, quite a lot of damage. Brandy
1: watching team. on the screen, under her breath.
0: Come on, Kenny. Come on. Uh, same thing happens again.
3: Magikarp sort of spinning around. Actually starting to sort of look... I mean, there's quite a whirlpool effect going on. Okay. It's not the movie yeah. whirlpool. I just need to clarify that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's sort of, it's, there's been so much sort of thrashing around the water, it's actually kind of getting a little bit hard to see. Oh yeah, um, a lot of foam. And just
0: another tackle from Magikarp goes in. So I think, yeah, from the onlookers, it's quite difficult to see the exchange. There just yeah. seems to be a lot of flailing, a lot of tackling going out. on. Um, but after about thirty seconds yeah. or so of this melee, this frothy melee in the middle of the pool, uh, uh, suddenly it stops. Yeah. Moustache attempts one last literal flail <laughs> yeah. uh, but to little effect
3: and sadly yeah. to, up. no one's surprised blah, blah, blah. but he's on his side so actually Kenny goes that's just, I mean that's just what he looks like <laughs> he's fine, he's oh. right oh. oh
0: nope oh he's going over oh, I better bring him back in, so <laughs> he yeah, in. slowly <laughs> turns onto his back very <laughs> yeah, slightly exactly. um, Inkay didn't take nothing from that exchange with Magikarp you'd say about 50% health so definitely yeah. like not feeling amazing with it um, and who comes out next? The only one I have, the one and only, <laughs> the one and only uh, owl, who's
3: sort of like uh, so bowtie is released and just sort of hovers just above the pond surface, so sure sort of gets a good view of the thing it's fighting, yeah. and and I think
0: bowtie's, bowtie's really cute. So I think yeah. a few people in the crowd are like enjoying Ooh. the fact that you know this cute grassy owl that's coming yeah, out flying, much <laughs> much much more appealing than the magic So You win over a few more people.
3: Uh, yeah, bowtie hears the adoration of the crowd, and unbeknownst to Inke is slowly lowering himself. Towards the pool mm-hmm. and in sort of like just sees the back of this this thing But above the water can't really get a good look. So sort of swims up towards the surface a little bit and at Just the moment um, bowtie knows to just turn around and astonish Whoa. Right at the right at the last moment this um, this ink uh, and it flinches. It can't even Ooh, yeah. can't yeah. even respond It doesn't, doesn't respond so, surprise.
0: at all. so surprised.
3: Bowtie sensing the advantage uh, Unleashes its new powerful move that it learnt having defeated a (laughs) Weedle and remembers this move that it saw in the forest from uh, a particularly strong weeping bell so Bowtie sort of shakes some leaves out of its wings and whips them up to a razor leaf effect before (laughs) flying them through
0: the surface of the beautiful and Inke goes down Inkay absolutely sliced by these various leaves and sort of floats into the side of the pool couple of splotches of, splotches of ink couple of splotches of ink just, go, go just tainting the water around
1: yes how do like that and Brandon goes <laughs> over to uh, Hedgehold Barnaby Tim's Tabitha and it's like oh I was And she punches uh, Hitmonchan in the face. Oh. <laughs> Stop being near me when I'm excited, <laughs> Hitmonchan!
0: Andros, Andros, breathing deeply, possibly not expecting this turn of events, uh, readies the second pokeball, probably not expecting to have to use it, and, and uh, just chucks it down into the water. How's
1: Andros looking?
0: Oh, not good. Like, shaky, really okay. shaky. It's almost as like if he was on the diving board, he now has, like, his toes are off the diving board. Mm. It's like this, you know, okay, it's okay. like a coiled spring of... Um, can he, can he notices that and goes, Hey, it's all good, Andros. Don't, 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 just... Don't whatever you do, don't go into the water. Don't okay? tell me what to do! So, um, I think oh I think maybe, maybe maybe Psyduck, usually so calm demeanour, is is a little agitated by the, the demeanour of uh, its trainer and actually possibly has to act of its own accord because Andros is not giving clear instruction, uh, and in this confusion, tries to fire a confusion at Bowtie. It hits, but it seems like Bowtie, would by the roar of the crowd and this kind of the turn of this underdog story, seems to mm-hmm. shake it off without too much effect. However,
3: the, the cheers of the crowd start getting, I think, start going to Bowtie's head a little oh, bit. Oh, too much, and, yeah. And uh, releases the, the, the leaves again from his wings. Without even looking, tries to fling them behind himself towards the Psyduck. Uh, and it misses.
0: Razor leaf missed. No, no, a miss. Razor leaf missed. The worst possible moment. I know. Okay, <laughs> so um, Psyduck freaking out a little bit, seeing these razor leaves who, like, whip past um, maybe, like, take of the three little black hairs on top of Silek's head, maybe, like, take the tip off of one, freaks out a little bit, realizes grass type, ah, uh, this is terrifying. And again, with Andros out of commission, just, like, goes for a soak, tries to change Bowtie's type. Does he maybe, like, drag Bowtie under, yeah, like, so like, like... bow bow under the water? Yeah, maybe, like, goes to grab Bowtie and pull Bowtie under the water and turn it into a water type, <laughs> <laughs> which is I what Soak <laughs> does <laughs> to try and lessen the, the kind of same type attack bonus. And, yeah, turns Bowtie briefly into a water type. However, without realising it, this would allow Bowtie to breathe underwater. And suddenly, Bowtie's at home under this pool. I'm, te- I'm
1: calling it out. Bowtie no. Turns Blue.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Bowtie <Yes>! Turns Blue. <laughs> and
1: it's cool. The crowd go crazy for He
0: becomes blue type. So I think... Hey! So, yeah, so Bowtie gets dragged under and I think panics for a minute, being like, I can't swim, can't swim. And then suddenly he's like, I can breathe and open my eyes and <laughs> I'm totally at home. And what happens? Well, <laughs> Kenny goes... Oh my God! He's drowning! No! So both
3: trainers are essentially out of commission. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but Bowtie uh, I, I do feel like Bowtie's been carrying this <laughs> as opposed to Kenny buoyed by the fact that um can now breathe underwater just unli- uh, um, and, and now with this with he's literally holding uh, being held by this side. Like, I can't miss it's right in front of me this thing so I'm just gonna wave a wing under the water and carried along a stream of bubbles fly a few more razor
0: leaves so is this like a watery razor leaf I guess so yeah, yeah. yeah. Blue, blue leaves, leaves. Cool, um, cool. and it is it's a big hit it's a heavy hit and side takes hit. it spins backwards, bubbles flurling around Psyduck. Psyduck flailing, swirling around under this water, tries to fire another confusion. Bowtie shrugs it off. What does Bowtie do?
3: Bowtie suddenly realizes he has a flair for the dramatic, (laughs) and he um, pushes himself upwards under the pool. So he like majestically flies through the surface of the water and flings the leaves back down. Uh, towards the Psyduck so that the
0: crowd boom, boom, see boom, boom, like boom, boom. water and wing and leaf oh, it's flying around and it's this splashes of water droplets let the light yeah. shine through as he changes back from blue to green nice. in the air oh it's like a turquoise beauty moment and Psyduck just yeah just floats back up to the top utterly defeated And the crowd go, mental. in
3: the it's, dressing
0: room. It's unlike anything probably Kenny, you've ever experienced in your life. People are like, I mean, obviously there's a section of the crowd that are like shocked. The Fandrosses are just silent.
2: Oh. Tabitha and Barnaby are making out. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hedroll's just taking a photo.
0: Sabina's sat there to start. okay. Hed- 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 Hedroll just leaves the screen like, can I get your reaction on this? <laughs> and whatever's happening right here. What do you think?
2: The patriarchy. <laughs>
0: Um, Admiral yeah. realizes he had a perfect opportunity for the photo of at like midair, yeah. and wings flies. But he goes, "Ah, that would have been a great photo." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, in the in the biome, it is the noise is intense. There's cheering, there's stamping, yay! Um, there's a lot, like a lot happening. Andros, I mean, yeah, if we're looking, you know, anime shot, it's that dark, dark across his forehead. You can't see his eyes, and I think you just sort of see him start to like. Twitch, the freak out. The
1: tie, the tie just slips from his
0: slips down, down his neck. He's, I mean, he's been pulling it because he's been nervous, oh,
1: and it snaps.
0: And it oh, snaps off oh, suddenly. This like his strength Is suddenly doubles. I mean, it snaps.
1: <gasps> My tie.
0: And yeah, suddenly like it, these these gills start appearing. Stuff that's happening, and like the the brilliant noise that was cheering Kenny, and that suddenly starts. Noticing Andros on the other side of the pool. Um uh, 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 bo- 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 bow tie! Bo- swim with me,
3: bow-tie! And Kenny jumps into the pool with bow tie and just to try to cause a distraction so that people don't see. You do love it.
1: jumping into water to I
0: watch watch. Do, I do! It's Kenny's go-to. It's
1: um, Kenny's
0: go-to. And I think I think Andros completes his transformation and dives into the water as well.
1: When you say Complete
0: completes the transformation,
1: transformation, what the hell does he transform into?
0: I think he goes full duke hybrid. You know, his his hair turns sort of blue, spiky. This this red jewel starts opening up on his forehead. Um, this clawed. But
1: it's all, it looks it looks kind of more terrifying. It's not. Oh, it's monstrous. It's not, so the yeah. face is still the same. It's got that kind of blue top with mm. the gem, but you see like these blue veins yeah, all yeah, across yeah. his face yeah. and body. As his hands are now webbed, his feet are now webbed. He seems to be like he just almost scales as well. It's yeah. like it's horrible. It looks disgusting and like. Yeah terrifying, mainly. So,
0: Kenny, your view under the water, you've got a bow tie, and you just see uh, boosh, this, blur, and you see this monstrous form in front of you, looking crazed and wild. Cut to the
1: judge's booth, where you see Calico go, Consider me impressed. <laughs>
3: Abominable! What an ending. Andros has gone mad. Kenny's face to face with a Merman golduck. Paladins closing in on Theo. Brandy's still in crutches. Oh my god. I need a breather. Time to resume our usual fortnightly releasing of the podcast after these two epic battle episodes. So we will be back. Somehow trying to wrap up this madness in two weeks time. I'd like to thank the creators of Pokemon Journeys and PokemonTabletop.com, as well as everyone in various Discord servers that Stu has been interacting with. I'd also like to thank Braxton Burks and the Material Collective and Glitch X City for their amazing music, and of course the creators of Pokemon, Satoshi Dajiri and Junishi Masada. We have no affiliation with Game Freak Nintendo or the Pokemon company, we are not-for-profit and fan-made. Finally, I'd like to thank my buddies and my fellow players, David, Stu and Tom, Please get in touch with us at criticalditto at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at Ditto or on our Discord. We absolutely loved Michael Adink's entry this week and we want more, more, more of your amazing ideas. Finally, if you like us, a glowing review and cheeky little five-star rating would not go amiss. So, till next time, folks, go out there and be the very best. Like no one ever was. In other words, just be yourself. Po le crab on a crabominable